Hello, this is Sophie Dawson from SophieDawson.com and this is episode 185 of the Sophie Art Podcast, which is a little podcast that I do about the art and things. Little Dennis is with us today and we're sitting at my little desk and this is we're going to do another Dump and Doodle, which what I do on these is, well this one's called Dump and Doodle 2. <laughs> I thought it was quite cool. But what we do on these is, I'm just going to do some doodling and talk about, it's like a brain dump. So the brain dump today, we're going to be talking about looking after yourself. I've got some notes, things like that, but I don't really know what I'm going to be talking about, which is part of the fun, I suppose. So little Dennis is with us. He's actually got a weapon with him. So if you're watching on YouTube at youtube.com slash Sophie Lawton, You'll see little Dennis's weapon, which sounds a bit rude, but what happened was I did a video in the week of the Character Design Quarterly magazine, issue number 18. Little Dennis, when he opened the package, the thing got stuck, like the cardboard got stuck to his finger. So he's now got like, he looks like he's holding a weapon, which is quite cool. But little kitty's with us as well. So we'll have some little kitty kisses. And little Dennis is going to get us right into this one. Boing! So it's time to get into this. So we'll put... Well, actually, little Dennis and Kitty, they're going to sit over here, I think. So, but oh, the other thing is, after this video, I'm going to actually record 14 new videos looking at issue number... Well, they're the 2014 Imagine FX magazines. So today, today is Friday... And I just put up the the last of the 2013 videos for the Imagine FX magazine. So that means I've got to record the 2014 ones. So joining us for that will be Penny the Piggy, who's a new a new little puppet. So that's gonna be cool, I think. But what I love about doing the Imagine FX magazine is the covers. I love that about cover about magazines. It's the it's the covers I love the most, I think. It's exciting. For me, covers, when they've got no text on them, it's almost like a, a piece of artwork. That's what I think. Also, if you're watching on YouTube, I'm going to be trying some new... Well, not new, but I'm going to be playing around with different types of tools. So I've got my... I've got a fine liner. I've got my favouritest pencil for doing gesture drawings, which is the Corey Knorr Hard Muff. Hard muff sounds a bit rude as well, but this one is a magic pen. Like the lead is magic. So what happens is when you draw with this one, you get all different colours. It's quite exciting. You get like red, blue, and yellow. But because it mixes, sometimes you get like a green and stuff. So it's quite fun. And I've also got this. It's called a Faber Castell calligraphy pen but it's a walnut brown one so this is cool this one's got like a chunky end to it so again you get like your thick and you get your thin lines as well so this is going to be quite fun I think so the topic what I thought I'd talk about is looking after yourself so the little notes I've got I've put eating so like for me it's like um, all about eating healthily I got sleeping 
little like little thing got sleep you gotta sleep that's what I'm starting to notice because if you don't sleep you get unhappy and then also resting yeah just chilling out see when I think of resting I think of trees that's quite interesting that resting isn't it weird how when people are sleeping they also look like they're dead because when you die you lie down when you're asleep you lie down so maybe when we're sleeping we're actually dead it'd be quite weird wouldn't it what else is there nature oh cool yeah see they're the same sort of thing nature and trees it's all the same thing i feel like looking after yourself includes nature time out as well but me and my mum were talking about this this morning about time it feels like we're speeding up so for, for time taking a time out i've put reading i haven't done any reading for ages and also podcasts listening to podcasts i haven't been listening to me podcasts as well i listened to the ascend podcast which is one of my favoriteest sort of spiritual podcasts i listened to the latest issue of that the latest episode and he was actually talking about this documentary I, I don't know the name of it at a minute but it's something like the hidden history of the flat earth and he said what he said was he said that documentary is about six hours long now i'm going to watch that i'm going to watch it with my mum as well because what he says on it he, he says we think that the earth is spinning well we're told that the earth is spinning but how do you know that it is actually spinning the only reason is because people say it is. But I've always said, unless you can get in a spaceship, get off the planet and look at it, and actually see that it's spinning, you don't really know if it's spinning. So I'm not about to start saying the Earth is flat. <laughs> but I'm also, I don't, I've never really thought about it that much, but you can't really say for sure that the Earth is round or that the Earth is spinning. So what... And what he says on what was he said? He said something cool. Oh yeah, because he well what he said was he said, How do you know that the earth is actually spinning? And then I've also thought about this. So my theory is we are the centre of the universe. So we are the universe. So in other words, if I if I die, the universe dies. But it's the same for you as well. If you die, the universe dies, because we're each in our own universe. So what he said on that was he said something which really connected with me he said if if you are the center of the universe which you are because you are the universe and i feel like the universe is actually when you look out at the universe like the sky the, the stars and stuff i think somehow you're actually looking inside yourself <laughs> in a weird way some sort of paradoxical thing so the what the sky above is actually inside of you it's that thing i've said before I said it, it was like what I said was the, the creator's creations are creating the creator. In other words, the God or the creator, whatever, it is put itself inside of its own creation in order to be in order to create itself. So what that means is you are actually inside of yourself. But you you feel like you're separate, which is amazing. But he said if that's the case, it wouldn't you wouldn't be spinning. And I thought that was brilliant. And then I said to my mum, do you think the earth is actually spinning? And she said, she said, no. I've never really thought about it before. But what he said was, if the earth is spinning, you would feel 
you know, you would get spun off it. And I know that they say, like, you're, because you're, you're spinning with it, you're sort of, you're, you're sort of part of the spinning, so you don't notice the spinning. But, so, it is interesting though. But, so one of the things I said about was reading. What happened was, I've actually made a video about this. It'll be, I believe it's even the Wednesday coming up or the Wednesday after. I've recorded two videos for the next couple of Wednesdays. One of them is I've about these fighting fantasy books. And the other one is about puppets. So I've done a video looking at, I think it's about 30 new puppets that I've got to introduce to the podcast and stuff. And also, I found 26 fighting fantasy books. And what happened was, the, the second-hand shop, just around the corner, had a box outside, and it said, free, take, it basically said they were giving them away for free. Basically, they were going to throw them away. When I looked inside, it was full of these fighting fantasy books. So I actually took them all, because I, I couldn't believe it. I gave them a little bit of money as well, because I thought, you can't, you can't take all these books without sort of paying them for, for it. But the thing, I'll, I'll talk about it more in the video, but I'm really excited to sort of get into these because what you do is these are for me these fighting fantasy books are like video games before we had video games so what happened is you would actually read the story and as you as you went through the story you'd have to make decisions so if you wanted to let's say you had to fight a monster you could either fight it or run away so it's like what happens is you come against a monster and it says do you, if you want to fight the monster, turn to page 300. If you want to run away, turn to 200, page 200. So what happens is, you're, you're going through the book, like, making your decisions, and then you're going to get different different endings. That's brilliant. And I've got about 26 of these. Now, when I looked on eBay, I knew that they were worth something. But what I didn't realise was, some of these are worth about 40, 50 quid. Like each one on their own. This is crazy. So if you're interested in those, definitely have a look at the video coming up. Because what I do is on the video, I basically just click to go through each one, looking at some of the images. Because that's another thing. They're full of really cool artwork, really cool retro. Because these were made in the, in the 1980s. So you've got like this sort of retro fantasy and retro sci-fi artwork. It's brilliant super immer immersive but I feel like I, I would love to have a day where I could just do nothing but read I feel like I need that and it's nice to start listening to me podcasts again I've also put meditating so for the last week no not the last week probably two weeks maybe I haven't been meditating as much which is a shame <laughs> it is a shame but what it is is I'm drawing a little man meditating. Um, what happened was, last night I meditated for the first time in about two weeks. And what happened was, I saw, I started to see all these faces. All these like faces, as if, imagine you had a book and you were like flicking through the pages. And each page was a different face. It was like, it was a quick succession of faces. But the thing was, some of these faces were like aliens or something. And I thought that's a bit weird, but what happens sometimes is when you're meditating or in a lucid dream or something, if you see something, 
which is quite amazing the, the minute you sort of become aware of it and put your focus on it it suddenly disappears almost like a little I imagine it's like a little imagine you're in the woods and there's a little squirrel and the squirrel doesn't realize you're there the squirrel like runs around having fun but if you make a noise and the squirrel realizes you're there it runs off and hides I sometimes feel like these images in our head when we're meditating or something it's the same sort of thing it's like these visuals come to you because they don't realize it's almost like they're not they, they think you're not looking as soon as you as soon as you put your awareness or your consciousness onto the images you're seeing it's almost like they get they realize and they run off and hide which I've, I've always found that a little bit weird because there must be something going on with that here's another one when you draw a little house how do you draw your houses because I've always drawn my houses in 2D but my houses whenever I draw little houses they always look sad it's a bit weird but have you noticed if you draw a house it looks a little bit like a man or not a man but a person's head <laughs> with a little hat on I think that's quite cool like the house Mr House or something that's quite cool and the other thing I've put is exercise so the good thing is I have not stopped doing my exercise so what I do is every morning the, one of the first things I do when I get up is I unravel my I've got like a little yoga mat and what I do is I, I unravel it and then I do some sit-ups I do some what is sit-ups and stretching I'm going to tell you something now, this is quite weird. Have you ever, have you ever, have you ever felt like this? Where strange things happening, are you going round twist? Do you remember that? That was a, um, that was a children's programme in the, I want to say the early 90s. They li I think they lived in a lighthouse called Round the Twist. But what, try this, yeah? Lie down on the floor and put your legs, lie down on the floor and put your legs like over your head like that so your bum is sort of it's almost like you're really pushing your bum out so your, your, your feet are over the top of your head if you keep if you do that now this is going to sound a little bit rude i suppose you can actually breathe through your bum <laughs> how weird is that so what happens is you can like somehow you can breathe in and out through your bum and you can feel the air going in and out of your bum now what happens is if you do that for I don't know, say four minutes. When you when you put your legs back down, you'll have a massive fart. <laughs> of course that. But there's something quite um what I say pleasant about breathing through your bum. Because you know, you can feel the air coming in and out of your bum, which is quite cool. So what am I gonna put here? Look, eating. Let's start with eating. So I've started eating chocolate biscuits because I love chocolate biscuits but I've, what I do is I only eat chocolate biscuits on a Saturday and on a Wednesday. Now I'm trying to work out if that's okay. Is it okay to eat a little bit bad something like chocolate biscuits and ice cream? Is it alright do you reckon to have a day of eating naughty food or should you have only nice food every single day I'm not sure because sometimes I feel a little bit guilty for that 
So that's the first thing I've been sort of thinking about is what is the right balance of eating food? Like, it's quite hard for me that one because I. The thing is, what I've noticed is all the best foods, like all the best tasting foods, are normally the naughty food. So there must be a reason for that. It's a bit strange. So that's the first thing. What is the balance? What is the balance of eating food? So one of my favourite people from the past is Alan Watts, the philosopher. And what it, what it was with, with him was, he was this super, for me, he was a super spiritual person, fully sort of connected with the universe in, for me. But the thing was, he actually smoked cigarettes and he drank he drunk alcohol. So he had some, what I would consider, naughty things. He was probably okay with that. And then you've got other people who, they what they do is they don't have anything like that at all. But the question is, who's doing it right? Is there a right or wrong way? And then I think to myself, well, if, if Alan Watts was, happy, was okay with eating, with drinking alcohol, then, like... There, there can't be anything wrong with it. So that's 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 a that's a, that's a bit of a um, interesting one for me. That. So I feel like it is quite cool to have a Saturday eating chocolates, and then the rest of the day you're eating stuff like rice and fruit. That's what I think. So get a balance between sort of chocolate and fruit. That's what I'm thinking about food and eating. The next one is sleeping. So last night I had a massive sleep I did. I slept for I think it was 12 hours. Now what's weird is because for the last few weeks I've probably been having about between well the maximum has been like seven hours but mostly it's been about six six hours sleep every night and it's not enough it's not enough it isn't and at some point it catches up with me so what happened was I said right I've got to have a big sleep tomorrow so I had this massive long sleep 12 hours but what happened was I went to sleep and the next thing I was awake and I I had some dreams I remember having dreams but I can't remember anything about them but I remember having them so the weird thing is because if I had been having no I like to have about 10 to 12 hours sleep a night. But at the moment I'm doing a lot of stuff on um, like eBay and whatnot. So it's actually eating into my sleep. So what happened is, if I was to have had 10 hours sleep every single night, last night when I had 12 hours sleep, I would have had loads of, I would have remembered loads of dreams. But because I've been having so less, a three six 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 six, see that that's what it is for me. A lack of sleep is is like the devil. Puts you out of balance. That's what six is. Six is unresolved, out of balance. So that's it. If you if you're not having enough sleep, you're putting yourself out of balance. So it was quite, when I woke up today, I woke up and thought, I can't believe I didn't remember any dreams when I had that much sleep. 
But the other thing is, I find it too easy to, like, um, well, what happens is I get into bed and I'll, I'll say, I'll watch one YouTube video of something and the next thing I know, I've watched loads of them and it, I'll, I'll go to bed and I'll say, one more, just one more before I go to sleep. And the next thing, you're going to sleep like two hours later. So somehow I've got to say to myself, no, no more YouTube. Uh, somehow, what I think what I've got to do is, I have thought about this. So what happens is, I, the reason I've got my Kindle in the bed is because it's my alarm clock for in the morning. So I have thought maybe what I should do is get myself a dedicated alarm clock and then ban all devices from my actual bed because I, I sleep in a in a what you call them I sleep in a bunk bed no I don't it's a it's a high sleeper like where you're up in the air so I got a little ladder to get into bed and stuff <laughs> which is cool but what happens is when I'm in when I'm in my bed I've got my kindle with me so I thought maybe what I do is because the other thing is once I get into bed is it's quite hard to get out of bed it's not hard but it's it's like you've got to get instead you can't just roll out of bed you've got to actually put the effort in to get down the ladder so I thought if I put the kindle on the floor it's, it's putting a bit of a, it's like putting a barrier between me and YouTube when I'm actually inside my bed so that's I've got to think about that but if that is what I do I'll have to buy a dedicated alarm clock but then um, because I'm going to these car boot sales a lot what I could do is I could um, find a, an alarm clock at the car boot for like 50p or something. So again, what I'm noticing is this is all about balance. Balance and discipline. Yeah, that's, it's the same thing for both of them. Eating and sleeping. Discipline to not eat naughty food. Discipline, discipline for sleeping to say no to things that are going to stop you from sleeping. And then balance is eating nice, eating naughty things and healthy things, and the balance between sleeping and working. The next one is resting. So again, it's all about nature for me. That is resting. I haven't been resting enough either. And what happens is, well, the other day I got this massive bruise appear on my leg. It's gone now, but I had this massive bruise on my leg from nowhere and also what's happened at the minute is my left ear is like stuck together because what happened was I went to sleep and I was so tired I couldn't be bothered to turn over so I slept on my my bad ear and what happens is when I sleep on that ear if I sleep on that ear it will stick together so I'm actually going to there's a there's a shop called Specsavers, and they actually do this ear syringing. So on Monday, in a couple of days, I'm gonna get that ear syringed. But I thought to myself, it's quite strange how I've started having a lack of sleep, and all of a sudden my body has started to sort of do some sort of what do you call it? Well, my body started going out of balance. So my ear and my leg as well with the with the bruise. So I feel like that's, it's almost like your body talks to you. I feel like the body does talk to you, it tells you things, but you've got to be listening. So what, I, what I've got to do is, 
I've got to get more rest in and nature. So for me, the best way for resting is to get in nature. The only thing is it's starting to get a bit colder now. But I always say no excuses. So the other day I went out into nature and it was, it was raining so much. But it was fun. So that's the thing. Sometimes the most fun you can have outside with nature is actually when the weather's the, the worst. Because when the weather's really bad you sort of see... What, happens, what I think is, when the weather's bad, you see the beauty of nature. That's what I think. I love this pencil, this magic thingy. It's cool. It's, what it's got is, it's got like a stickiness to it. So it's the way it sort of, it's sort of like, as you're going across the paper, it sort of sticks to the paper. It's beautiful texture. Creates really amazing lines as well, like mixes of colours. It's cool. So I'd say the next thing is nature and resting. And that's another thing really. When you're in nature, you sort of see how... You see the balance of opposites in nature. Like you've got bad weather and, and beautiful weather, but it's all, it's all in harmony, which is cool. Next one we got is a timeout with the reading and podcasts. So I haven't been listening to me podcast as much lately, which is a shame. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes you don't actually. Yeah, sometimes it's actually nice to to stop doing certain things, which is up what's happened with me with drawing at the minute. I ain't doing as much drawing, but again, it's a balance thing. If you just keep doing something all the time. I don't think that's actually healthy for you. You do need to have time when you're not doing things. So, like, sometimes... Like, you, you might say spend a year. Every day you're listening to podcasts. But it's nice to have a week where you don't listen to the podcasts. Because what it does is it makes you more appreciative, I suppose, when you actually start listening to them again and stuff. It's quite... So that's another, and then the other thing is reading. I like reading, I do. And then, well, we got the meditating. Yeah, definitely got to meditate more. For me, meditation is the... I feel like meditation is probably the most important thing. I love meditating. But there's a weird part of me that distracts me from it but the thing is with meditating you only have to do like 10 minutes you can just have a little 10 minute meditation before sleep but my mind will it's weird my mind would have no problem spending an hour before bed watching stuff on youtube but it would actually sort of put off having a little meditation at the moment, that's where it's at at the moment. But what it is, is it's because I've lost the habit of meditating. But I do think it's very important. And then the last one is the exercising. So I found it quite interesting that, because at the moment, I feel like at the moment, I'm in this strange 
transition phase of my life where I'm sort of well yeah change basically I mean I'm at a point in my life where I'm questioning everything like what I'm actually doing and stuff and I found it quite interesting that the one thing that I didn't stop doing that I haven't stopped doing is exercising eating an apple every day and that's basically it so even the meditation I did let slip nature I've let that slip and resting and sleeping I've let that slip so for me that says to me that actually eating healthy stuff and well I would say it says to me that exercise is the key or at least I value exercise more than all of these other ones that's it really well, I hope you enjoyed that there's a little dumping doodle I do like doing these and somebody said I said this before hey little Dennis let's see if he can hit the gong with his weapon a little bit watch this yay so little Dennis has said it's game over sunshine and I'm going to go and record these Imagine FX magazines now but I think there's going to be a few more of these dumping doodles because I like doing this it's, it's almost like a way for me to sort of process things get things out of my head which I think that's quite important is to just get things out of your head but oh yeah I can't wait for I hope you enjoy the videos I've got coming up about these fighting fantasy books um, one of the things I noticed was, this is quite interesting, a lot of these books, they're all to do with like fantasy and stuff like that. A lot of them have actually got what I would call reptilians. So a lot of them are, what's it called, depicting, depicting reptilian creatures. Now I think to myself, why is it, why is it that when we're, when we're creating what we would call negative or evil creatures in a story or something. Why why is it that we sort of tend to gravitate toward reptilians? Is it because we know something subconsciously? Do you reckon we maybe know that rep reptilians are have played a part in our past as being like some sort of negative thing? So inside of us, without realising it, We've got this memory of reptilians being negative or something. And so it comes out when we're expressing ourselves without thinking. Because that's what happens. When you're drawing or writing, you get to a point where you're... It's almost like the creativity is flowing through you. So after the time, you don't even know what you're doing. And what happens is, you'll start creating stuff which is what I would say is coming from the collective unconscious. That I think, I think it was Carl Jung said about that. He said that there's this creative unconscious. But also, that for me, that sounds a little bit like the Akashic Records. The Akashic Records, which is... Like, all I see that as, the Akashic Records, I see that as like a database. It's just a database of... I would say it's a database of time. And all time is, is it's a bunch of experiences, like numbers. So all the databases is just a bunch of numbers. And each of those numbers, when you put them in a certain sequence, creates an experience. So all you've got to do is go into that database, which is the Akashic Records. 
and you can start experiencing experiences. So I can see how it's very easy to have infinite experiences inside of a database. Which I think is quite cool. But I hope you enjoyed that. What I'm going to do on this is, this week's, all that's left is this week's inspirational quote. I thought what I'd do is, I would open up one of these fighting fantasy books and see if there's any decent quotes in it. So I've picked up the book called Death Trap Dungeon. And it's got like a snake on the front. But this snake is cool because it's got it's got about like 20 eyes or something. And actually, it almost looks like it's got a third eye. So it's almost like you've got this creature's got like a it's got like a head within a head. <laughs> and then there's loads of them. But so I've turned to this page here and it says you just have time to hear the gnome yell three crowns. <laughs> That's not a very interesting inspirational quote. Hey, mm-hmm. No. See, you're not really going to get inspirational quotes out of here, I don't think. I'll try this one, look. The river cur- current is quite strong, and encumbered by your armour and backpack, you are unable to swim against it. I like that. That's almost as if it's saying, when you've got a lot of clutter in your life, it's going to weigh you down. So you want to travel light. Yeah, you want to travel light. Because then you can actually go with the flow. <laughs> How cool is that? So this week's inspirational quote comes from the book Death Trap Dungeon by Ian Livingstone. <laughs> and it is, The river current is quite strong and encumbered by your armour and backpack, you are unable to swim against it. Death Trap Dungeon by Ian Livingstone. Yeah. Huh?